You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Hope you had a good week. There is uh, much to get to. We know now that there is a National Guardsman, 21 years old. He's in jail. Jack Texera illegally leaked documents and uh, classified national defense information. Now, this normally happens. The DOD, not the DOD, the DOD does it, or or other classified information generally leaked by the FBI, and then the media picks it up, slurps it up, you know, and all of that. Uh, this time, apparently, the media led the FBI to this guy who had leaked documents, which, uh, by the way, exposed a couple of things uh, that we've been lied to about. One of them, we've been told that uh, Ukraine is kicking butt, kicking Russia's butt all over the place, and we find out, no, they're actually getting their clocks cleaned by Russia. Uh, second of other thing that we're, we're finding out is that uh, uh, we're in a hot war with Russia. We were told that we aren't going to put troops on the ground. There are troops on the ground, special forces on the ground in Ukraine. And yesterday the talk was, well, now they know where they are. They could target them and all. Well, you know what? That's unacceptable. But I will tell you what's also unacceptable, that we have special forces on the ground in Ukraine. And then we find out from a number of uh, people that uh, Zelensky... The president of Ukraine and uh, parts of his entourage have embezzled about $400 million from U.S. funds meant for diesel procurement in the last year. And I was kind of like, huh? Kind of like, huh? Why are we sending all this money over there to the most corrupt country in world history that's been known for laundering the money of oligarchs for decades? And Joe Biden's son Hunter had no skill whatsoever, gets a job on a Ukrainian gas company. Makes million dollars a year, and uh, and then Joe Biden, uh, his last duty as uh, as vice president, he goes over to Ukraine for a visit. You know, yeah, you know. It, it, honestly, if you haven't figured it out by now, if the mainstream media and uh, big social media and the government come together and, on one side of something, in this case, this guy's a spy and a criminal. You probably want to line up on the other side of the equation here. Because it looks like that we have been uh, we have been played uh, we've been played and, and more will come out, but uh, I just find it kind of funny that literally the the federal government for a year has not been able to find the leaker of the Dobbs decision from the Supreme Court. Isn't that funny? <clears throat> uh, and also, isn't it funny that this guy, for being the government leaker and all this, and being a spy and secret and all this, the government immediately shares drone footage of his arrest with all uh, all of their friendly media? I just kind of find it a little bit uh, questionable, at least. This is from my friend Jim Gossett, featuring Vladimir Putin. My name's Vladimir. My message is clear to Ukraine. Well, at least somebody who sounds like a Russian, I guess, caricature. Russia wants to expand and pick up more land in Ukraine. Biden's big, he can't speak, things are bleak. In Ukraine. Before invasion, Hunter Biden called me and said, hey, Vlad, before you go in, can Dad and I get all our money out? Come on, man. Joe Biden's there, as if I could care, Ukraine. Come on, you want to sing along with it. Get your cigarette ladder, your phone out, by the way. Joe threatened me that 
the man must be insane. <laughs> Empty threat, you can bet, not done yet. In Ukraine! There you go. But you can trust Joe Biden. He just uh, unceremoniously withdrew us from Afghanistan and turned over $85 billion worth of weaponry to uh, America's enemies. Other than that, he's uh, he's spot on. We can certainly trust his judgment when it comes to uh, conflicts involving the military. No, actually, uh, Donald Trump says we are the closest to World War III we've ever been. Closer. I believe it's the most dangerous period of time in history. Number one, because we have people on top that are incompetent. That's number one. And again, China's fine if you know how to deal. Russia, if you know how to deal. Russia wasn't going into Ukraine with me. China wasn't going into Taiwan with me. Nope. I mean, now all you see is, you know, China with ships all over the place and sending airplanes and bombers. That wasn't happening with me. He knew you can't do it. And also, Russia knew you can't do it. They would have never done it. The most dangerous period of time because of weaponry, because of nuclear, because of weaponry, most dangerous period of time in the history of our country and in the history of the world right now. And we have an incompetent person at the top. Yeah, 100%. An an incompetent person who yesterday said that... uh... We need to lick the world. We need to go out and lick the world. Is what he, <laughs> was what he said. And who, who do you uh, who do you choose to believe at this point? Honestly, I think the answer is fairly obvious. Oh, by the way, Donald Trump is speaking at the NRA convention today at four thirty Eastern on Newsmax. Okay, and if you want to take part in the Newsmax poll <clears throat> we're doing here, it's um, asking Americans if the Trump indictment is for real or just politics. Here's the, uh, and also if you want to vote for him or you want to vote for somebody else, just text the word EVENT to 39747. That's EVENT to 39747. It just takes a minute. You can check out all the great news programming. Carl Higby's got a new show at 5 o'clock Eastern, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy all of the program there. But again, if you want to text uh, 39747, sorry, let's try that one more time, EVENT to 39747, if you would do that. So this is what uh, Barack Obama, isn't it kind of funny, just real quick. Uh, why are the Democrats and why are Joe Biden still saying that Americans need health, quality health care? And there are people who don't have health care. I thought this was settled years ago. I remember the night <clears throat> that uh, Obamacare was passed against the, the will of the American people. I remember I was in the car, where I was, I was going to a, a little uh, gathering with my wife and some friends. And I remember being in the car. I sat in the car because I wanted to hear the vote. And they passed Obamacare. And I had a feeling that it wasn't going to fix the healthcare system because nothing the government ever does ever fixes anything. What they do is they, they campaign and they promise and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And then when they get in office, they leave some money on the dresser and you forget about it. This is why they're still campaigning on infrastructure. Barack Obama took $787 billion of our taxpayer money for infrastructure. Went to unions. It paid off unions. It paid off Democrat lackeys. Not one dime went to infrastructure. And here we are, more than 10 years later, and Joe Biden's pulling the same crap. He's putting infrastructure in a what's called an Inflation Reduction Act. And it's just green energy payoff to a bunch of cronies and a bunch of, uh, a bunch of people who are in bed with Washington, D.C. They never fix anything. Are the schools fixed? Democrats have been campaigning on fixing the schools for 50 years. Republicans, too. 
Democrats and Republicans have been, been talking about fixing the IRS for 50 years. How about Social Security? Social Security still hangs by a thread. 50 years later, nobody's done a damn thing on Social Security, which says to me, they don't care about solving anything. They're only going to use fear to get them into office and then hope that you forget. But right now, everything that the government said for the past 50 years they were going to fix is still, they're all broken. Everything is broken. And honestly, it is time for the American people to uh, defund the federal government. Uh, to to uh, reduce the size of the federal government. I saw the speech this morning online, and uh, it was on, uh, I believe, Vigilant Fox. And this is a woman who's just an average, everyday American, just happens to be a person of color like it really matters. But she talked about, just at the podium, this is somebody who's not running for office. This is just uh, somebody grabbing the mic. Listen to what she had to say about the federal government. This is exactly how I feel. We, the people, is how the Constitution starts. A magistrate is a person that operates under authority. They have power. They are higher magistrates and they are lesser magistrates. The founding fathers of this country understood that there's going to come a point... In there's a magistrate in charge of Donald Trump's uh, trial uh, uh, by Alvin Bragg who literally gave money to two uh, Democrat organizations. ...where the federal government will need to be checked. He was in uh, New York to testify uh, about a suit being brought by the Attorney General of New York State who ran on the platform of getting Donald Trump. There you go. If not, they will become tyrants. And that is what's happening now. Yeah. So, the Declaration of Independence says that everyone, by virtue of being a human being, has the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The federal government, too, the federal government, their purpose is to protect the rights of those citizens. Right. It's not happening that way. It's just a cabal that moves to Washington, D.C. to spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours and taking your and my tax money and divvying it up to their buddies. Rights of us to our life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. The third point of that document is if they fail to protect its citizens and enforce Southern border. those rights, the citizens have a right to revolt. Huh. To Reminds me of some abuses and usurpations. We have a right to resist. And we have an obligation and a duty to do so. Do you understand? Do you understand when it says a duty to step between a tyrannical government and its laws? They are coming for our children. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know what you got to do? You got to say no. It works. It works amazingly well. Just ask Bud Light. Just say no. Let's go to Don in Salinas, California. Don, my friend, how are you, sir? Oh, yeah, uh, doing good. This is, this is regarding that leaker. The yes. New York Times, Washington Post, all the left-wing news is reporting that here was a 21-year-old male who liked guns, fast cars, and women. Yep. Wow, that raises a red flag. <laughs> it I does. <laughs> it does for the government. It does. Well, yeah, that that is so strange. Uh, to me... If he didn't like guns, fast cars, and women, that would raise a, a red flag or maybe a rainbow flag about, about his head. That's, 
All right, bro. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, we got to hear the uh, where's the montage. They got to get the media montage here. Uh, here's the here's a montage of the media. All of the things that they that they find obje- that, that would point to uh, this this guy being a real threat. The Washington Post, as you know, reviewed video of this suspect yelling racial and anti-Semitic slurs. Is this a dangerous? Uh, can you show us the tape? Nope. We just heard about it. Person, this uh, uh, air guardsman who's now been taken into custody, had talked about being a gun enthusiast, had been a gun... If this guy was featured anywhere on social media wearing a MAGA cap, this would be the number one story in America, and they would be bringing Donald Trump up on charges. Uh, 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 we got a frozen here. Being a gun enthusiast, had been at gun ranges. He's obviously a member of the military. And he's the big guy in the scene. Somehow he has access to this kind of information. He is the same guy that the DOJ and Merrick Garland has said is the biggest threat to America. Yeah, he's probably a white supremacist. It's just uh, beyond, I mean, honestly, oh, yeah. Uh, we got more of your calls coming up. Bob, you hold on. You'll be coming up here and a little bit more on this. Then we're going to move into a new a nominee for the court that could be, uh, well, hopefully disqualified. And your phone calls. This is The Rob Carson Show. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's the Rob Carson Show. Here's a headline. The CIA, aware of widespread corruption in Ukraine, embezzlement of U.S. aid, claims Seymour Hersh. Seymour Hersh uh, made famous in the Vietnam era. Uh, as a uh, as a uh, reporter, he uh, actually American investigative journalist. He gained uh, recognition in 1969 for exposing the My Lai massacre and its cover up during the Vietnam War, for which he won the 1970 Pulitzer Prize. Uh, as far as our Vietnam veterans, I support you 100 percent in your uh, what you were charged with doing. 1,000 percent. I'll just say that. But uh, Seymour Hersh is not exactly a conservative, and he says there is a whole lot of uh, malfeasance going on there and uh, it's funny how this story comes out and almost immediately afterwards the uh, federal authorities find a 21 year old who'd been sharing uh, secrets in his gaming room conversation and uh, some of the secrets show that we're losing in uh, or that Ukraine is losing handily that we have U.S. forces on the ground there in a hot war with Russia and apparently, a whole lot of people were not aware of this, including members of Congress. Yeah. Uh, this is according to Seymour Hirsch. Uh, compared the level of corruption in Ukrainian commur- uh, procurement to that that was seen in Afghanistan when a U.S.-backed government was in charge of Kabul. Ministries in uh, Kiev complete, uh, compete to set up front firms in order to export weapons and ammunition with the relevant officials profiting from kickbacks. The U.S. government, meanwhile, has stated that it has been seen no evidence of Western-supplied weapons in Ukraine being diverted elsewhere. Why won't you do a, uh, an audit? Why won't they do an audit? We're just asking for an audit. If you are doing everything, then you should be willing to say, okay, here you go. Uh, Donald Trump does that every year in New York. Every year in New York, uh, almost as long as he's been alive, the New York, they have always uh, demanded an audit of Donald Trump. And he has said, here you go, right there. And they're still trying to dig up crap. Senior Ukrainian officials also complained that Zelensky was taking a larger share of the skim money than was going to the generals, according to the source, comparing the meeting to a uh, scene from a 1950s mob movie. 
and we are hearing that uh, Zelensky and his buddies have embezzled at least $400 million from U.S. funds meant for diesel procurement last year. Just in time for the uh, FBI uh, working with the New York Times, Washington Post to find this kid who was in a gaming room uh, and, and arrest him on camera. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Isn't it kind of funny how that happens? Alvin Bragg launches a case uh, out of nowhere, paid for with federal funds against Donald Trump as soon as, I don't things get hot with regard to Joe Biden's banking records. Huh. Huh. Let's go to Bob in Parkville. Bob, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind? Yes, my friend. Uh, nice to talk to you again. I hope you and your family have a lovely weekend. Thank you, sir. I, uh, I just turned um, April 2nd. Of this year, I turned 86 years old. I know you did. Your birthday was just a couple weeks ago. That's right. Palm Sunday. I was born on a Palm Sunday, too. Very nice. My brother <laughs> will be 100 years old. It's coming January. He okay. served in the Pacific and the South Pacific fighting the Japanese. Yeah. What Father are your thoughts on Ukraine, Bob? Yeah, you betcha. What are your thoughts on Ukraine? And his friend? oldest son fought in Vietnam. They're both gone. My nephew... Died in 2004, my brother. His father died in 2006. Yes, sir. I tell you this. I want to know how this punk 21-year-old in the Air Force, wherever he's in. I was in the Air Force for four years. I know what it was. Yes, sir. I want to know how, how he got this vital information to start with. From whom and when and how. Because he couldn't have done this all by himself. There's got to be other people involved. That's what I want to know. And secondarily, this situation, my president, I served under, my commander-in-chief, there's no question about him being a man. His name is Dwight Eisenhower. Yes, sir. But I'll tell you this, what they got today is imposters. That's exactly what these politicians are. They're as useless as a pimple on an elephant's ass. All right, Bob. Listen, I got to run, man. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate the uh, the call today. I was kind of uh, I was thinking about this is off subject. Uh, my dad uh, died in 1994, and he was 72. He was uh, old enough to be my grandfather. He was my stepfather, and I just uh, this would have been his 101st year on the planet, and he survived. He's a World War II veteran. He served in uh, in Panama. He was an anti aircraft gunner. So, uh, well, I'm going to wrap things up on this on this Ukraine thing. But uh, every time the government lines up with the mainstream media and big social media, uh, you have to realize generally that side of the political equation is corrupt as hell. So as far as uh, what this kid did, this Taxera did, leaking these documents, uh, I would venture to say that uh, he is every bit a whistleblower as some of the whistleblowers who've come forward and show the abject malfeasance and corruption of the FBI. Uh, and now we know that we have troops on the ground in Ukraine. We're being lied to about it. We're being told that Ukraine is winning against Russia. We literally are on the brink of World War III right now with a man who wants to lick the world. And when he's not saying lick the world, is being led around by his crackhead son because he can't talk. How's that feel, America? Not so good. Coming up, my buddy from Newsmax, Chris Salcedo, with thoughts on all of this and more. This is The Rob Carson Show.
feasts while we're expected to dine on the crumbs. To those who strove to deter us from our responsibility, you have failed. Time to send those crumb suckers home. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show Friday edition. Joining me on the phone is Newsmax's own liberty-loving Latino, Chris Salcedo. How are you, my friend? My man. What's going on, Rob? <laughs> Nothing really. I understand today uh, Mr. Trump is going to be on at 4.30 on Newsmax, so it looks like he might be jockeying coverage with the uh, the Trump speech from uh, the NRA convention. I would imagine could be a little spicy today considering the, uh, the deposition he gave yesterday where he chose not to plead the fifth but answer the questions. Kind of a giant bleep you to uh, Letitia James. What are your thoughts on that, sir? Well, smack dab in the middle of the Chris Salcedo show, yes, President Trump is slated <laughs> to take the stage at NRA. And you know how these conventions go. I went to my first one in Houston last year. Yeah. And uh, rarely do they do things go off on time because you know they allocate 10 minutes for speeches. Yeah. But they don't, they don't interrupt folks. So those speeches invariably go, you know, 12 minutes, 13 minutes, and then that adds up, you know, down, down the way. So by the yeah. time we... Scheduled to appear, <laughs> President Trump, in the Chris Salcedo show at 4:30, but he's likely going to be late. But maybe some speakers drop out, so we'll just play it by ear. We'll but play yeah, it by yeah. ear, as yeah. as yeah. Uh, as always. There's a lot of stuff on the uh, plate today, Chris. We know that we have this uh, uh, young man. He's 21 years old. Had uh, uh, had shared some top secret documents online. I when I saw this yesterday, I I saw the consternation from the media. I saw him described as a white individual who likes guns and then i also saw what was the other thing i saw uh they didn't say trump supporter dear god if it was trump supporter everybody would have known about it uh and uh and uh, it was kind of interesting because the media knew about it, it, it they, the raid happened in real time it was broadcast everybody knew about it the video was everywhere yesterday and i just immediately thought isn't it kind of weird normally leaks come from the doj the dod the fbi to the New York Times. This time, the New York Times led the aforementioned to this guy. So I got a little, a couple red flags on this one, Chris. What are your, what are your thoughts so far? Well, I do too. I'm right there with you. First off, this guy's been posting classified information for months. Yeah. And until the New York Times actually put it in print, he was being allowed to do this. Now yeah. I talked to uh, Colonel Tony Schaefer, uh-huh. and he looked at the information. He goes, "Chris, this is, this, this guy's a 21 year old airman." He doesn't have access to any of this stuff. So either it's A, uh, our national security apparatus is being run by children. These these people are complete idiots, which you know because Joe Biden is in charge. (laughs) You've got to leave room for the possibility that our government is full of stupid people and and unqualified people who check boxes rather than actually being qualified for their jobs. So that's a possibility. But he's also suggesting, uh, the, the colonel, that... This was leaked to this young man for the express purpose of getting it out there, and and it's leaking on Biden. And notice, yeah, uh, what, what did Rush Limbaugh say about uh, Vinman? Oh, say can you see? Yes, yeah. Vinman gets out there and he starts leaking on President Trump, and he's heralded as, as as a hero. Yes, 
got this 21-year-old 20, yes. snot-nosed know-nothing who, who starts leaking on Biden, and all of a sudden the weight of the world comes down on this kid. Yes, yes. And there's no way he had access to this stuff. It is remarkable, and what is even more remarkable is what is contained in this uh, information. Uh, and you, by the way, you added a unique perspective to this. Uh, his father was in charge of a, a division that he retired from that would have access to this, but I can't see a father sharing this with his son, who the hell knows. But I, I kind of lean towards what you are saying. But what we find out is that the United States has soldiers on the ground. They have special forces on the ground. The media has told us, the White House has told us, we are not involved in a hot war with Russia. Second thing that we have discovered is that Ukrainian forces are being curb stomped. Uh, seven uh, casualties to every Russian casualty. Mm-hmm. We also found out that uh, that Vladimir Zelensky is planning on launching uh, armaments deep into Russian territory, which is uh, something that is not approved at all, not one little bit. Uh, this to me says, uh, uh, you know, uh, this kid is a whistleblower to me, or whoever did this is a whistleblower to me. And I have a feeling... The reason why the government is launching into this uh, is because they're trying to distract. They, that they arrest this kid as a distraction from the... It's also the... an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. Yeah, yeah that's true. They're, they're embarrassed. And again, the, the, the information, and I asked this question yesterday too, Rob. Did, did this leak out? Uh, because as we know, Trump was leaked on to thwart the America First agenda. So is a patriot leaking this stuff to show us, hey... Look at all the crazy garbage that's being done by the Biden administration that's pro-enemy and anti-American. Look at all the stuff they're doing. And And, uh, I'm leaving that open, too. Yeah, It's also, I I have been doing a little digging here, and Seymour Hersh is is, uh, essentially kind of the Woodward and Bernstein of uh, the Vietnam War. And he has done this study, and he says that senior officials and Vladimir Zelensky have been skimming, skimming American uh, tax dollars for hundreds of millions of dollars, including <clears throat> $400 million from U.S. funds meant for diesel procurement. Uh, this, to me, uh, this is what I said when this whole started. We had this irrational exuberance. Congress was way behind this. Uh, the the uh, military-industrial complex completely behind this waving ukrainian flags meanwhile the american people are like uh where is ukraine you know <laughs> uh, uh, right it's, it's kind of like the, uh, oh, by, uh, oh biden uh it's like it's kind of saying oh well, everybody wants electric cars we're gonna invest hundreds of millions of dollars into factories run to mill batteries for, uh, that are run by chinese companies in america and american people are going i don't want a freaking electric car yeah, it, who it, wants that yeah, exactly it, so you're right oh biden is right you, yeah. you all know who's you know who's running this dang a, a administration of course it's, and, and we got obama on tape admitting that garbage oh yes. yeah we we know exactly who's running this whole show yeah, yeah. it is uh uh frightening uh, and of course uh, uh donald trump the other night said in an interview he said that we're the closest to world war three that we've ever been and what's what's remarkable is that we're not being told about it chris I know. And, and that's another reason why this leak is so embarrassing. This is what Democrats do. They like to they like to do shady stuff, but they don't do it in the in, in the light of day. And when they're outed, you you want to get a Democrat angry at you out them out out what they're doing. Let folks know why they're doing it and yeah. all the malfeasance they have planned. That's the worst thing you could do is is to to tell the honest, evaluative truth of a Democrat. They hate it. They hate it. It's just uh, remarkable to me. 
that, you know, we have a press that literally beds down with our deep state, uh, like like Izvestia, like Pravda used to do in the Soviet Union, because they were threatened. They were threatened with imprisonment, uh, uh, murder. You know, uh, same goes with North Korean media. Our media beds down with the uh, the people in power as long as they are left leaning Democrats. And and I I had a feeling about this. If you look at Joe Biden's son crack-addled prostitute monger uh, fired from the military from cocaine use three months later picked up by Burisma in Ukraine Joe Biden pushing for uh, uh, fracking in Ukraine uh, and and uh, Ukraine energy going on and and then uh, Hunter Biden you know making a million dollars a year on the board of Burisma uh, the the prosecutor in uh, in Ukraine wanting to investigate Burisma Joe Biden says you better call off the investigation fire the prosecutor or I'm going to take away a billion dollars in u.s loan guarantees i mean any journalist would go my god this is watergate times one billion but there's no interest from our mainstream news media right because they they, well they're not journalists anymore they're stenographers they are they (laughs) are propagandists and and a lot of them frankly share the same worldview as the democrat party and Uh, th- th- their their number one priority, and I, I mean, I, I'm going to spring this on you because I don't even know if this is on your radar screen. Sure, sure, sure. I'm going someplace with this. Did you see what happened to Parler? I read a little bit about Parler this morning. Go ahead and give it to me. Well, I, I tried to log on to our account because that's one of our social media accounts. It ain't there. It, yeah. it, got, it got sold. It got sold. It, it got okay. sold. Did it got sold, but it got taken down, too? Right, yeah, it got taken down. There's, a, there's. A, let me read. I put this up. Please, on I want to hear this. I just got it at the beginning of the show, but I didn't get to it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll read the, the statement that we put out on the uh, on True Social. Uh, without warning, Parler turned off the Chris Alcedo show account today. Apparently, Parler is under new ownership. A statement posted where uh, Parler.com used to be reads in part, quote, "No reasonable person believes that a Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore." End quote. What? This, I know this told the Chris Salcedo show all we needed to know. The idea that alternatives to communist Twitter 1.0 came into being to create a safe space for conservatives is a fundamental misunderstanding of how and why Parler, True Social, Getter, and other alternatives came into being. It has always been about free, uncensored speech. It seems the new owners of Parler, like Democrats, have very little regard for those they allegedly serve or partner with. Wow. I sent an email to the new management of Parler if they don't get back to me by Monday. We're going to abandon Parler as they have apparently abandoned us. And what the new management of Parler has done is reflective of what Democrats do, reflective of what the press is doing. They have abandoned the people they allegedly serve. So what they did was somebody on the left bought Parler and Uh, shut it down. mm -hmm. So unlike Elon Musk, who bought uh, Twitter and opened it up to both sides of the political equation, the people who bought Parler knew that Democrats or Republicans were going to be on there and just decided to shut it down, to use the money to buy it and shut it down. Yeah, but basically an Elon wow. Musk reverse role, you know, except wow. for instead of trying to make it, you know, freedom, they just shut it down, which, again, 
typical what typical Democrats do with no warning. Great business partners, those guys over at Parler. Really, I, I got to tell you, Chris, this is remarkable because you know Parler was under uh, microscope from the get go. They were taken off the Apple App Store immediately. They they immediately had a target on them. I will tell you, I'm not. Uh, I, I know Dan Bongino. He's a friend of mine. I knew him when he was running for office. I was the first person in D.C. to have him on the radio, uh, going on about 12, 15 years ago, and uh, and I was actually removed from Parler without explanation about two years ago. Me too. The, take yeah. Why? Uh, why? We, all, we, we all went. Da- we all went down when Parler was under attack, and we all rallied to their defense. So again, I don't. I don't think this is Farmer, the former owner, uh, Candace Owens' husband. I don't think this is him. He sold it because uh, you know Conway was up to, to buy it. So whoever owns it now said, "Hey, screw you, conservatives. We we're, we're just going to put." Wow. Gonna, it's it's done. No warning. Nothing whatsoever. So look. Uh, again, I'm, I'm going to give them an opportunity to respond to our inquiry, but if it's not done by Monday, I, I've got we've got so much better alternatives out there now with True Social, with Getter, with all the other platforms yeah. that are coming into being. I, I just don't have time for the silliness. Isn't it interesting the other night that BBC reporter who interviewed Elon Musk, he <laughs> asked Elon Musk, he said, he said, if somebody offered you $44 billion for Twitter right now, would you take it? And he said, no. And he said, it would depend on who is buying it. So yeah. he recommended, he, he is very, very cognizant that the only person that he is going to sell to is somebody who believes in free speech for everyone. And it, I, this is almost like foreshadowing what happened at Parler. Uh, I, I, dude, I can't, I can't believe this is, well, maybe I can. Maybe I can believe this is what's happening. This is all part of this war against our ability to communicate with each wow. other. Look, we're, we're coming into a hot and heavy election cycle. Wow. 2024, a lot of people believe it's, it's it. This is, this is going to be it. For the United States, which way? Which way we're going to go? We're going to go down the toilet bowl. We're going to save ourselves, and so you've got both sides marshalling to try to get to, to be able to communicate their ideas. And it looks like Parler may have just been taken off the board. You know, it's it's interesting because we had the Stanford Virality Project, which showed that millions and millions and millions of taxpayer dollars were being spent to shut down conservative speech across all platforms. Mm-hmm. So government money was involved. Who do you suppose would have enough money to buy an entire social media operation and just put it out of business? I, I, I don't know, but, but, if you, but, but, but if you look at the, if you look at which, if you go to Parlor right now, yeah, it's uh, it says Starboard. I see that. Formerly Olympic Media, never a good sign when you've got a company that's changing its name yeah. right in the middle of a transaction. Yeah. It's yeah. like this doesn't this doesn't feel very good. You know, left wingers like to hide who they are. You know, when when you discover who they are, they shut down. They come up as something else. Uh, this just doesn't feel good at on any. Well, well, listen to this. Listen to this. And by the way, Ryan Coyne is the CEO. No reasonable. This is on the. You read you read this. No yeah. reasonable person believes that Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore. Uh-huh. That's all you needed to know. This all, unbelievable. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, buddy. This this for someone to buy a social media operation to shut it down because they're so terrified of the coming election. While Donald Trump is being shredded, while a guy who just unveiled to the world that we are in an illegal war in Ukraine, so they arrest this kid. 
This is, I got to tell you, Chris, we, uh, uh, we're in very scary times, and we better be ready to uh, defend our country, defend our children, defend our families, uh, defend our way of life, because this is really unbelievable. Unbelievable. It is, it is so, I mean, I don't know how you, how you feel about this, but you and I talk off, off air, too, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. You and I have never seen anything like this. And so as we're coming into 2024, yeah. you do get that sense, don't you, my friend? Yes, I do. It is all, it is all for, it's for the, all the marbles, whether we continue to be America or not. Chris, we've got to go. I uh, appreciate your phone call today. Uh, watch you tonight. You're going to be on. What else you got? Real quick, give me 30 seconds. Oh, 30 seconds. Uh, let's see. We, we've got uh, Devin Nunes he's gonna, from, from the aforementioned True Social. He's yes. going to be on. Good. We've got uh, Cam Edwards, you know, right. of, a firearms expert. It's, yep. it, it is the Second Amendment. It is the National Rifle Association. Right. And, of course, President Trump speaking at the NRA. All right, Chris Salcedo, take care of yourself, brother. We'll talk again soon. Let's take a break. It's the Rob Carson Show. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show. Well, we know that Parler has been purchased. They've got a new owner. And uh, to give you an idea where this is going to go, are, are, are you ready for this? This is what the press release, this is what it says on Parler.com today. If you're a Parler, uh, if you're a Parler uh, member, no reasonable person believes a Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore. That says all you need. Uh, a starboard, starboard, founded in 28 by Ryan Coyne, uh, formerly Olympic Media, digital conglomerate that houses business lines focused on digital advertising, blah, blah, blah. Where did he get the money? I mean, it took Elon Musk to buy uh, Twitter. How in the hell did he get this kind of money? No-name guy, uh, you know, kind of weird. It sounds like Elon Musk purchasing Twitter... Uh, this is what they're going to try and do now. They're going to go after uh, organizations that literally were launched as in opposition to Twitter that was shutting down conservative speech. All of the major players in social media shut down conservative speech in the last election cycle. And this is where they're going next. Oh, my goodness, one of my favorite people, Pastor David Lewis in Baltimore, joins us on the phone. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the show. Thank you, Brother Rob. Hope you're doing well. I am, sir. Good. Always, always a pleasure to listen, and uh, when I get a chance to call in, I do. Listen, just a quick follow-up to what Chris was talking about with Parler. I had a similar instance this week with Comcast here locally. I had an opportunity to do five one-minute uh, video commercials to put on cable TV here locally, so they asked me to submit them. I did. They immediately sent them back. They said, you're way too controversial. Give us something uh, less offensive to people. So I opened my vanilla file up. I sent them five more, and they sent them back, and they said, you know what? We, we could probably go with four of them, but the one you talk about, God being the creator, we can't run that. I said, well, this was certainly an infringement on my First Amendment rights. But again, Comcast controls Comcast and Verizon here wow. in the local area. So I guess I'm not on cable TV. That's okay. We'll keep coming out over WCBM. I got to tell you, uh, 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 Pastor, that this is uh, remarkable. I've been shut down. Uh, 2018 is when I experienced my my biggest shutdown, which was 29 Facebook pages that I was on, 19 million followers. I was part of a network, and it was all shut down on October 31st of 2018. Uh, there were 831 conservative shut, uh, sites shut down. That is really kind of ground zero where all of this took place. And now you're saying that Comcast will not let you run a commercial that says God is the creator as a pastor. 
That is correct. That is correct, sir. All right, my brother. Let me ask you, 30 seconds left. Uh, This isn't about Democrat or Republican. This is about good evil, isn't it? Oh, yeah, this is God versus Satan. Yeah, man. All right. Brother, I appreciate you. God bless you, and have a glorious weekend. All right, let's take a break and come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, of course, it is uh, it is Friday. Yay. And we are learning a lot of stuff as the show goes on today. We learned that a 21-year-old National Guardsman had some of the uh, nation's most sensitive secrets that he was sharing in a gaming platform. And he shared that uh, we're getting curb stomped. The Ukraine is getting curb stomped by Russia. We also found out that even though we've been told we're not in a hot war with Russia, we have some of our soldiers on the ground over there. Isn't that kind of interesting? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, and then then we find out today that Parler, which uh, ostensibly uh, was a conservative uh, social media site, Dan Bongino is one of the principals in that group, by the way. And uh, Parler has been sold. And today on Parler, if you're a conservative and you went to Parler because you were getting shut down on Twitter, like so many did. That's why I went with Getter. That's why I went with True Social. Because I, I was tired of being censored and shut down by Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram. And on this statement today at Arlington, Virginia, uh, this is what they say. No reasonable person believes that a Twitter clone just for conservatives is a viable business anymore. There you go. Now, this is uh, signed by uh, Ryan Coyne, C-O-Y-N-E. Starbird is the name of the company, formerly Olympic Media. So you're thinking, man, this guy has got to be money, money, money. If he can buy Parler, because Parler's you know, multi, probably multi-billion dollar company, right? So I decided to do a little, just a little research, a little research on Ryan Coyne. And here he is. Here he is on uh, on uh, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Ryan Coyne. It says here uh, he has uh, 500 connections apparently, and uh, no posts, no posts at all, not a thing. It says here that he's been with uh, Starbird for five years and eleven months, and uh, before that he was an investment banking analyst and a portfolio analyst, and he graduated from Cornell. Okay. Now let's go over here to uh, let's go over to Instagram, and the account is private. Ryan P. Coin. He's only posted 104 times. He has only 2,200 followers, but he has 1,287 people following. All right. So the, he's following 20, 1,287, and he's got 2,250. Not exactly Elon Musk, is he? No. And then I went over to Facebook to see old Ryan Coyne. And there's Ryan Coyne probably in his early 30s. And, and uh, he has five followers. <laughs> Ryan Coyne, this big CEO who's going to buy, who has just purchased Parler. His social media profile is worse than, uh, you know, somebody who maybe just... Uh, Kind of occasionally posts on social media and doesn't know anybody, and does you know maybe you know nothing against used car salesman, maybe a used Carlson, a used car salesman, in wherever. Literally, Ryan Coyne, this big CEO that has bought Parlor, has five likes and five followers on Facebook, and it shows a picture of me standing right next to a private jet. 
And and this was the last post was October 22nd, my birthday, 2020. He said, that's a wrap on an amazing trip to San Francisco. Check out one of our consumer brand team's big projects. Hashtag we the people wine. Yeah. Boy, he sounds like a real a player, doesn't he? He just sounds like money, money, money buying parlor. Or maybe he's just got a whole lot of people helping him out who have a whole lot more money than he does. But there's where you are this morning. When is the last time that a company went in, purchased another company, and decided to completely trash that company's pursuit? Uh, consumers. I mean, other than Bud Light, like, other than Bud Light, <laughs> isn't that what's kind of happening here? So, so the new mantra of the left is buy their social media companies, shut them down, so they can't talk. That's really what this is all about. We know now, thanks to the Twitter files, that the deep state was very involved in shutting down speech. And in shutting down advertising for conservative media and doing everything they can to shut it down. Parler came around. It was the first answer to leftist-leaning Twitter. And uh, it was shut down on Apple's uh, App Store. They did everything they could to shut them down and kill them. And then when they came back and Getter and Truth Social launched, now Parler's been purchased. And the person who bought Parler says that it has no viable business model because it's just an, a conservative alternative to Twitter. So they're doing this to, sh to buy it and shut it down. That's, that's what my gut tells me. Or convert it. But if you're a parlor member, wouldn't you be a little ticked off today? Because everybody's all butthurt that Elon Musk came in and bought Twitter. And you know what Twitter did? Twitter opened up so that conservatives could comment. And the left has been going bat guano crazy ever since. And and trust me, Elon Musk knows how important this purchase is. I know how important it is that this man bought Twitter. And while I may disagree with him on a lot of issues, he's fairly left on a lot of things. He's down with global warming. At least he's on the right side of free speech. And he is, I will tell you, he is a transformational figure with regard to freedom of speech. He is right up there with some of the greatest people in our history with regard to freedom of speech, with what he has exposed and what he hopefully has brought us back from the brink of. This is Elon Musk the other night being asked, remember that ill-prepared BBC reporter he made a fool of, played with him like a little cat toy? This is Elon Musk being asked, you know, would you, uh, would you sell the company for $44 billion? Now, he could be done with this, all of the scrutiny, all of the government, whatever, uh, all of the targeting, he could be done with it and get his money back. Or he could wait, he could sell it for a profit. Clearly, he's not in it to make a profit. But listen to this answer. Would you consider it? Yeah. Why? Uh, well, uh, I, I, I take it back. It depends on who. I suppose if, if I was confident that they would pursue, that they, they would rigorously pursue the truth, um, then, I, then I, I, guess, I guess I would be glad to hand it off to someone else. If they pursued the truth, if they didn't just spew a narrative, then I might consider it. I don't care about the money, really, but I, I, wow. I do want to have a, some source of truth that I can count on. Yeah, there you go. And it looks like Parler is doing the opposite. Here's Elon Musk talking about uh, a Donald Trump possibly coming back to Twitter.
and he doesn't know yet. Uh, I don't know. He may or may not come back. Uh, the, but, the, but the point is that uh, Twitter should be uh, a town square that or, that is uh, gives uh, equal voice to you know, the, the whole country. And ideally, this is the opposite of what Parler is planning on doing. I guess the whole world. Um, it should not be a partisan politics. Uh, you know, and and the more of a partisan politics that are on the very far left of the spectrum. San Francisco Berkeley politics yes. normally is quite niche. Yes, um, but if, if Twitter effectively acted as a megaphone for a very niche regional politics, and and megaphone that to the world. Yeah. So, if in order for something to serve as a digital town square, it must, uh, you know, serve all people from all political persuasions. Yes, that's very profound. I never would have expected that from uh, you know Playboy, uh, Elon Musk. And I'll tell you, uh, I, I am impressed with, what's your freedom of speech worth? What's your, if, if it, is freedom of speech worth your treasure in your life? Is, is freedom of speech worth $44 billion, maybe losing it? That's pretty impressive. Many people say, I'll take the $44 billion, I'll move somewhere else. Let the country burn. Uh, that is, uh, to me, to me, is um, is remarkable. Here's a little bit more from Elon Musk uh, talking about, again, uh, Twitter was made into a government entity by the government. Uh, and, and if you were paying attention, you knew that from about 2018 on, the government made all, essentially told all social media, and they went along, all mainstream media, and they went along, what was true and what was false. Even if it was what you said, well, let me put it this way. The government came up with the label disinformation. They stole it from Joseph Stalin. They knew that they would have to shut down narratives of a variety of things, including uh, uh, Donald Trump, Russia collusion was fake. Uh, they shut down that narrative, uh, any investigation of that. 2020 election, the uh, deep state and, uh, and the FBI and Twitter and social media said you can't question the election. Uh, I can go on and on and on. But that's what happened. The government was involved. And the government decided what was disinformation, even if what they were declaring disinformation was the truth, like that the vaccine won't stop you from getting the virus, like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine really work as a prophylaxis. All were declared mis- and disinformation by the government and parroted by big social media and the mainstream media, bought and paid for by the DHS and the IRS and other government agencies, and the FBI. Here is uh, uh, Elon Musk talking about disinformation. Amazing. You've changed the COVID misinformation. Has BBC changed its COVID misinformation? The BBC does not set the rules on Twitter, so I'm asking you. No, I'm talking about the BBC's misinformation about COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm literally Has asking you about, you changed the labels, the COVID misinformation labels. There used to be a policy, and then it then disappeared. Why, why do that? Well, COVID is no longer an issue. Does the BBC hold itself at all responsible for misinformation regarding masking and side effects of vaccinations? Wow. And not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? 
<laughs> this is wow. a, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, so. you thought it wasn't? <laughs> wow, this is spectacular! Oh my gosh, I love this! I love this! I love this! I just got a uh, a note, and it's Eddie. This is from uh, Eddie again, my buddy. NPR and PBS, isn't it funny? NPR and PBS leave Twitter, and Parler gets bought, and likely will become the Libtar, Libtard's Twitter replacement platform. <laughs> this is interesting. Uh, snipped from the parlor page with the Starboard Post. Uh, this will provide an opportunity for Starboard to begin servicing unsupported online communities, building a home for them away from the ad hoc regulatory hands of platforms that hate them. That's what this is. This is a response to Elon Musk and Twitter. They're, they're buying Parler. They're going to make it into another Twitter. Uh, the, the deep state, the mainstream media is going to get behind Parler as the premier digital platform for social media. That's what's going to happen. That's what they're going. This is how they're going to try and do it. It, it is. Wow. It is remarkable. Let's hope a good uh, bunch of citizen journalists find out where the money is coming from. And who all is involved in this? Spectacular. All right, we're going to move on to other stuff. We've got uh, the, the, we're going to get into the uh, whole uh, uh, Bud Light and Budweiser. They are swimming upstream, ladies and gentlemen. Also, you know, Joe Biden's uh, unveiled the strictest emission rules and it wants to, you to buy a, a, a Wants you to buy an electric car? Well, the American people are having none of it. All of that is coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. We the people are mad as hell. It's the Rob Carson Show. Oh! That is uh, Philip Sace, by the way, S-A-Y-C-E, his music. He is uh, Jimi Hendrix meets uh, meets um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, meets Frank Marino, meets Gary Moore. Whoa! Unbelievable. Philip Sace, if you're a fan of uh, rock blues, I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal. I found him on Spotify. Hey, let's talk about uh, Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney and transgender craze that's sweeping the nation. Here's Jim Gossett with a brand new offering. Enjoy. Sometimes it's hard. I know it is. To be a woman. I don't know that actually. Sorry, I thought you were talking about something else. When you sound and look just like a man. Yeah, I had a big Adam's apple there. I just, I never, I won't say it, nothing. That kid, Dylan, is really killing. Never seen a woman drive a ball 300 yards. But lighting away, they hadn't planned. Something's kind of. Stand by your trans <laughs> Who says he's now a female yeah, I'm not going to say anything He looks more like a she-male I'm not saying, I didn't do that The I girl can't. with something extra Stand by your trans <laughs> Dylan needs more than makeup he puts on all the blush he can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stand by your train. That is uh, brand new from Jim Gassett. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I, I don't care if you want to be transgender. I, I really don't. I don't care. Uh, if you think that I care about you being, you know, uh, maybe you're the what, are you gay or lesbian. What I don't. 
to think that I find your sexuality important enough to dwell on is is a little over the top. I, I don't care. Just don't just don't uh, uh, say that four year olds can become the opposite gender and put them on uh, hormones. Because then then you got to fight. All right. Then then you got to fight on your hands, there, kids. So Dylan Mulvaney uh, has left Anheuser-Busch paralyzed. The company never expected the backlash and is trapped as it refuses to disavow the partnership or stand up to critics. So, and I I told you this, guys, and and, uh, again, Bud Light, the only reason I I believe uh, that there was outrage with regard to Dylan Mulvaney being hired by Bud Light was Dylan Mulvaney, not transgender, Dylan Mulvaney. Because Dylan Mulvaney is a cartoon. Dylan Mulvaney makes fun of women. Dylan Mulvaney is an an attention uh, prostitute, has been for many years, and has decided to take this character to the web where he would, you know, I'm a a bitter girl for 200 days, now I'm going to talk about feminine products. Really? Well, you still got your bait and tackle down there. So why are you, you know, and so uh, there are a lot of people who are uh, legit mad about this. They're just really kind of tired of women being told that uh, men are taking over and women can, men can compete with women. Women, uh, men can take uh, trophies from women and women can take, uh, look, corporate sponsorships from women. That's what it's all about. It's not we hate transgender people. It's nothing like that. It's just people are a little tired of the nonsense. They think it's nonsensical. They think it's offensive to women. <clears throat> Whether or not you think Dylan Mulvaney dressing up like a girl is is truly offensive. And then you got uh, Dylan Mulvaney also Nike sports bras. So you got women who wear sports bras, and there's a reason for it. Trust me, my wife is a marathoner. Uh, women who are you know have anything, you got to have a sports bra. Dylan Mulvaney doesn't do sports bra because he's a dude, all right? And it's an insult that hundreds of female athletes were passed up so this person who says he's a girl for 365 days can wear a bra that he doesn't need. That's why people are mad about it. If you didn't hear it yesterday, I want to play Candace Owens once again. Here's Candace Owens saying, uh, while talking about the breaking point, that American women and the men who love them... Have reached. There is a post-analysis that needs to happen here on why it is that Dylan Mulvaney for 365 days was able to openly mock women, to openly yeah. take the spaces of women, to get contracts from Ulta Beauty, to take you know contracts from other women, and all it's the insulting. sponsorships, and nobody cared insulting. until suddenly Dylan Mulvaney traversed into a male space and go. it became unacceptable. Why? Because men don't <laughs> tolerate this level of lies in the women. And the reason why the left is going after women is because they pursue women to be weak that's it ladies are you hearing me that's it they went up against you because they thought they could beat you into submission and silence that's what's been happening to women around the damned world for centuries that women do right we respond emotionally and not rationally we should have been the ones to put an end to dylan mulvaney but we didn't because we feel bad and shouldn't we just feel bad for men that want to be women and mock us and put on lipstick and pigtails and call themselves a girl yes i think not tucker but woke culture says yes I agree. I agree 100%. And I've said this about the beginning. I have no problem with drag queens. Drag queens are cartoons. Drag queens are clowns. That's what they are. I have seen drag shows. They are meant to be a parody of women. They make fun of the fact that they're men playing women. Dylan Mulvaney is something completely different. He's just an insult to women in general. 
Your call's welcome, 800-922-6680. This is the Rob Carson Show. Last half hour, right ahead. Those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. By the way, if you want to hear a podcast of the show, we are on all the digital platforms. Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Also, I want to mention that uh, uh, Donald Trump will be live on Newsmax today at 430 for the NRA convention. Don't miss it. Don't miss it today on Newsmax. We are back on uh, 349 on DirecTV, a host of other platforms. I watch on my smart TV. Everything is on right now. It's on right now. And also, we got a poll going asking Americans if Trump, the intru- Trump indictment is for real or just politics, and if you would support him or someone else for president. And all you can do is just text the word EVENT to 39747. That's EVENT to 39747. Uh, if you do that, would be, uh, that would be great. I want to mention a, a funny story here. I was in high school when Ghostbusters came out, the original Ghostbusters. I love that movie. It, it's a great movie. A slice of movie history is for sale. You're thinking, is it the fire station? No. Is it the uh, ambulance? No. It's not. It's uh, it's Sigourney Weaver's apartment. Dana, you know, Dana, there is no Dana. There is only Zool. That apartment is for sale in New York. Remember when uh, uh, Rick Moranis, his character, Louis Tully, he'd go over and go, okay, so you want some low-sodium mineral water? Okay, well, then that's right. You know, that, that apartment, her apartment. And, and the thing is, it's, uh, it is uh, an apartment. It's on the uh, 22nd floor of the tower. No, actually... In the movie, she was on the 22nd floor. The building really only has 19 stories, and the interior shots were shot at a, a studio in Los Angeles. But the uh, the actual apartment, uh, known as uh, the Ghostbusters building or Spook Central, uh, is up for sale, and you can't afford it, neither can I. $8.35 million. So it was built in 1929. The building was uh, built in 1929, and it has four bedrooms, three and a half baths, a sunken living room, a dining room, and uh, and I understand they've replaced the refrigerator. Probably a good idea. Replace the refrigerator with a sub-zero refrigerator and wine fridge. you got to have it below zero, otherwise Zool will uh, will grab you and uh, pull you inside. You just want to be careful about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's funny. Ah, oh, 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 uh, Biden, Joe Biden's bi- non-binary ex-nuclear waste chief, Sam Brinton, pled no contest to uh, stealing luggage from Las Vegas, the airport there. Do you realize they named that airport after Harry Reid? Yeah, I know. Ugh, can't wash your, you, you can't wash that off in a shower when you leave that airport, I'll tell you that. So the non-binary former energy official who was caught on tape stealing luggage was ordered to pay $3,600 to the victim, given a suspended sentence of 180 days in prison after pleading no contest. Uh, Sam Brinton, who uses they, them pronouns, God, please let the madness in, was issued their their sentence, their sentence, you know. Usually when you say there is your pronoun, it means you have multiple personalities. And that used to be called mentally ill. Sam Renton, uh, once again, uh, facing misdemeanor theft charges, which amount to less than $1,200 in stolen items. They had originally, they had originally faced a felony theft charge since police said the amount was $3,600. Brenton, who was responding, can you say who? Is who the right pronoun? Brenton, who? 
Are you sure? That, is, that, is that homophobic or transphobic? I don't even know. What the hell is who? I know that who's on first. Who was responsible for nuclear fuel and radioactive waste? Yeah, got back. All the uh, security checks just passed right by because a couple boxes need to be checked. Uh, what the hell is he? He's not cisgendered. He's what is he? Uh, non-binary. Non-binary. Dresses like a woman. Bald with a mustache. Ding, ding, ding. You're in. <clears throat> Suspended sentence means a former uh, uh, Energy Department employee will not be forced to immediately serve jail time uh, and may be required to complete probation. Now, the situation began when a woman who'd been traveling from Dallas Airport uh, to Harry Reid International Airport said she couldn't find her luggage. According to officials, the suitcase that uh, Sam Brenton grabbed was that person's. It was worth $320. And then the $3,000 in items inside, including jewelry, makeup, contact lenses, and clothing. When officials, if we were like John Deere caps and a baseball glove and some cigars, I would have stole the hell out of it. But anyway... <clears throat> When officials began, I don't, I don't steal. I would never steal somebody else's luggage. When officials began in investigating, looked at the security footage, they noticed Brenton, then identified as the uh, suspect, acting strange. Really, you needed the acting to determine it was strange, or they were strange. Anyway, don't want to say it. That's tr- something phobic. Anyway, from the suspect, caught his attention. So Brenton pulled the victim's luggage from the carousel, examined the tag, then placed it back on the carousel, looking in all directions to see if somebody might approach. This is what shoplifters do. I know this because I worked in a convenience store. And uh, you could just tell. It's like, oh, well, look at this sticker bar. Oh, okay, I'm going to just put it back and look around, look around. Nobody's looking. Take it back, put it in your pocket. Pulling it off the carousel and demonstrating the same behavior by looking before or walking away with it quietly. Brenton had Im- been implicated in a theft inside the Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport September 16th. Photos matched the suspect in the Las Vegas incident, which is not hard to do. It's like, uh, I, don't even know what to, I don't even know how to describe uh, Sam Brenton. Mr. Clean with a mustache dressed in women's clothing. <clears throat> the case against Brenton in Minneapolis is ongoing. Uh, if that he found guilty in that case, he faces up to five years in prison and or a ten thousand dollar fine. And what he did is he walked out with women's items, and it turns out the woman this is so beautiful, by the way. Woman is a fashion designer, and all of the things in her suitcase were originals. So if you're wearing her stuff, it means you're wearing her stuff. So I, I just think I think it is so beautiful. It's such poetic justice that this jackweed would steal uh, a woman's clothing, put it on for social media photos, not knowing that they were original, custom-made outfits made by the uh, the designer. It would be like in 1974 going to Las Vegas International and stealing Elvis's luggage and putting on one of his jumpsuits and saying, What? What? I didn't take this. I didn't take this. Here new. Here new. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more uh, transgender madness. But let's, uh, let's go ahead and uh, introduce it. I have a new theme song. That's a very old show, actually, from a man who literally called my radio show the day my son was born. Only girls can grow up to be the mummies. Only boys can grow up to be the daddy. He was a homophobe, transgender, the, they, themite. Whatever that means. <clears throat> Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. So, uh, uh, mom in California is going after a school for transitioning her daughter to become a boy behind her back. 
And uh, she spoke the other night. Let me see if I can find the uh, audio of this. This is, I got to tell you, uh, this is uh, an actionable, legally actionable uh, thing. And, and this should, if, if this continues, you need to stop sending your children to public schools. If this is your school... Uh, you need to send your kids somewhere else. So anyway, this, this woman speaks the other day about her daughter being transitioned to a boy in elementary school at 11 years old. All right? Lying to parents. Keeping something profoundly personal that involves mental illness from parents. Here is the mom speaking, and I'll tell you what the school board is doing about it. Um <clears throat> Hi, for those that don't know me, my name is Aurora Regino, and I am the mother that filed a lawsuit in federal court against Chico Unified for transitioning my daughter without my knowledge. I'm here today to tell my story so parents and the public know what is going on in our schools. Last year, my 11-year-old daughter was in elementary school here at Chico Unified, and her elementary school transitioned her from female to male behind my back. Shortly before this happened, my father had recently passed away, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So this daughter clearly is undergoing a great deal of stress after these idiotic COVID shutdowns and nonsense. Uh, Dad dies. Mom has cancer. So the school says, oh, well, you need to be transitioned to a boy. This is what's going on. Did you realize that uh, suicide was the 11th leading cause of death in 2021? Did you realize that suicide jumped 4% in a year to becoming the second leading cause of death for people under 35? Do you want to know what the number one highest rated uh, cause uh, uh, increase in suicide attempts are? 10 to 34 years old, specifically 10 to 14 years old. Do you just hear what I said? What did the school decide to do? Well, they decided to keep the policy, keep the parental secrecy policy in check. Okay. Uh, Olivia Phillips, an educator supporting student privacy, claimed we as educators and service providers, we as educators need to cultivate an environment where students feel trusted, safety, and acceptance to be unapologetically themselves without repercussions of backlash. This is the school becoming the parent. That's what it is. This is what we've been warning you about. Listen to this. Meanwhile, they literally brought this big fat doofus in. Yeah, I'm going to call him a name. Uh, trans activist. Are you ready for the, the trans activist name? Who was wear, had a beard and glasses and, and like blue makeup on his face and was wearing a dress? Uh, Squeaky St. Francis. <clears throat> was it Squeaky from one of the Manson family murderers? Just, just ask it. I, was, I, was, I think I was like a toddler <clears throat> when that happened. Squeaky St. Francis, who is polyamorous, meaning I guess he could do it with a tree or something, said school can be the only place for children to discover their gender identity. How about uh, going to school to learn stuff? How about that? How about uh, STFU about everything else? How about that? I will speak loud. I'm sorry, I'm trying to use his voice. Uh, I will speak loud for those who cannot speak. I... I'm a proud he, she, they, them, whatever. I am a boyfriend to a beautiful woman. What the, what? What? Okay, I'm just reading it. I am a girlfriend to a handsome trans man, and I am also a girlfriend to an incredibly beautiful woman. 
they said. Growing up in this town, my mother always told me, you better shop around. No, actually said, <clears throat> to love myself for who I am and what I am. Not all of us can be as lucky and have a supporter like that. In fact, I knew friends in school who would bring an entire change of clothes with them so they could dress the way they felt inside. I did the same thing at gym class in middle school. I'd put on shorts and be free of persecution that they would feel at home or the sideways glances. Well, yeah. Let me read the quote from uh, Squeaky St. Francis. <laughs> Squeaky St. Francis. Listen to this again. Again. <clears throat> I will speak loud for those who cannot speak. I am a proud he, she, they, them, whatever. I am a boyfriend to a beautiful woman. I am a girlfriend to a handsome trans man. And I am also a girlfriend to an incredibly powerful woman. That's who testified. And the school sided with that person. The time to turn this nonsense around is now. Uh, it is it is time for the very tiny percentage of the population who's screaming at you to shut down and telling you everything sacred to you in your life is wrong. And you <clears throat> are supposed to believe someone named Squeaky St. Francis, who is a she, she, they, them, whatever, beautiful boyfriend to a beautiful woman, girlfriend to a handsome trans man, and a girlfriend to a beautiful woman. Yeah. It's time we turn nonsense back into common sense it's not hateful to say that it's just uh <laughs> i'm gonna stand outside of the asylum and not let the asylum run us Let's take a break and come back you are listening to the rob carson show donald trump says he's the funniest man on tv just wait till he hears him on the radio it's the rob carson show you know, it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, it, this is a little montage I found of uh, American moms who've been uh, uh, who've caught the stupid and uh, have been convinced, of course, that uh, uh, that your, your daughter can become a boy and your boy can become a girl. Listen, listen to what has happened to uh, to uh, some moms uh, when it comes to this nonsense. If we're going to use fascist talking points. Be ready to be called a fascist. You are the Fourth Reich, and we are the resistance. And one more time, when my trans family is under attack i'm going to stand up fight back get ready this blatantly ignores science i'm queer i'm the mom of a trans kid and i'm an elementary school teacher i would like to point out that by eliminating a minor's preferred pronouns is racist and christian centric using pronouns is proven to save lives intersex infants often have cosmetic they're all karens they're all cul-de-sac karens that's what they're doing man i gotta tell you this is uh this is pretty remarkable this is a uh, woke mind virus that that trends frequently woke mind virus I, and again i don't even care if you if you want to be the opposite gender that that's perfectly cool but when it comes to uh having this in schools when, when it comes to schools transitioning children without parents notifying that's criminal activity that's criminal people who engage in this need to be arrested i'm not kidding i'm talking about teachers who uh who allow this to happen counselors who allow this to happen principals who allow this to happen endocrinologists who allow this to happen uh, uh anesthetitians who allows this to happen surgeons pediatricians who are down with this? Are you out of your mind? You can do it when you're 18. Go right ahead. Do it yourself. 
pay for it yourself. Do whatever you need to do. If you indeed are made happy by it, that's your business. I don't care. There's a lot of voluntary surgery you can do. You can have a nose job. I've been thinking about this little waddle under the chin here. I don't know, maybe a liposucker. Or maybe I could just lose some weight. I think I'll just lose the weight. And if you just, for some reason, want to become a, a man and just sheathe your arm skin and make it into a phallus that doesn't work to be a man, then you go right. You did good. You did good. I'll be you. Be you. You be you. You be you. Hey, hey, we got a new uh, new update theme. I don't know if you've heard this. It is our trigger warning update. There you go. So Florida uh, LGBTQ group is being slabbed for issuing a phony travel advisory against Florida. Travel alerts are usually issued by the State Department and if natural disasters overseas. Uh, campaign group Equality Florida issued one for LGBTQ people in Florida. Uh, the uh, They issued the, the phony travel advisory. It urged members of the queer community to avoid the Sunshine State over new laws restricting their health, safety, and freedom. No, actually, it was just meant to keep this trans nonsense out of elementary schools and also uh, banning lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade. That's all. That. that that's it. But, of course, you know, because they're catawalling children, throwing a temper tantrum, holding their breath until they passed out, they've decided to go after Florida. Critics pounced on the Equality Florida, saying the civil rights group was not really operating in the best interests of LGBTQ people, especially younger Floridians who struggled with their identity. I'm uh, sure this will do wonders for the mental health of the youth in Florida, according to Lior Sopper, a fellow at the Manhattan Institute. <clears throat> Nothing says we have a your back like persuading psychological unstable teenagers that the environment they live in is more hostile and hopeless than they imagine it to be. So the uh, LGBT community is throwing and pitching a fit. No, it's not the LGBT community. It's not gay people. It's not. It's the left in charge of this wing of it, saying that Florida is not safe. Um, I, uh, I'm just going to speak uh, to the obvious here about Florida. <clears throat> Have you been to Miami? Did, did anybody, anybody been to Miami? Uh, on a scale of one to 10, how gay is Miami? Just that's, anybody, <clears throat> anybody. Okay, I see a nine there. I see, oh, I see a 10 from the East German judge over there. Uh, another nine, another 10, there's another 10. 10, 10, it's all 10s from here on out. Oh yeah, let me ask you another one. Florida Keys. Uh, uh, which would you say, just hold right down here. Florida Keys or Miami, which is gayer? Then the already super duper gay Miami, uh, my, uh, key. Okay, I'm gonna see it here. Go there. Okay, there's a there's a Florida Keys, Florida Keys, Florida. It, 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 what is Florida Keys? Everybody's saying that the Florida Keys even gayer than Miami, uh, which goes to show you that uh, the people in charge of this movement clearly don't understand how down with gay that the Florida, the state of the Florida, are. Please give it a rest. Let's take a break and come back. Wrap up the show. This is the Rob Carson Show. God bless you guys for uh, listening today. I appreciate it. Check out Donald Trump on Newsmax today at 4.30 Eastern and my show, Rob Carson's What in the World, this weekend. See you Monday. Don't catch the stupid guys.